Kiddushin Dafnun Dalad, the last we're discussing, if someone's Mekadesh woman with something that is Kodesh to the Beit HaMikdash, let's say a cup, this cup, he was Mekadesh to the Beit HaMikdash, and Rabbi Meir holds that if he did it on purpose, he is Mekadesh by mistake, then he's not Mekadesh, and Rabbi Uda holds opposite, that by mistake she's Mekodeshit, and on purpose, then she's not Mekodeshit, and Rabbi Yaakov said he learned the name of Rabbi Hanan two uh, reasons, uh, one for each Halachai, one for Rabbi Uda, one for Rabbi Meir, one of them is a woman doesn't want to be with Kadesh, and the other one, they both don't want to be with Kadesh. And with that, we're going to start. Last two words on the page, where it says, Amal Avrav is explaining Rabbi Meir that if someone by mistake misused Kadesh, then the woman is not mit Kadesh. Because Rabbi Meir holds by mistake, Kadesh is not mit Halil, doesn't go out to Hulin. And on the top of Nundal Ramudalef, we looked all over the Shas when it comes to Rabbi Meir, wherever we talked about Hegdesh. We didn't find the place where Rabbi Meir holds that if someone did it something by mistake, uh, according to Rabbi Meir, it doesn't go out to Holin, and if he did it on purpose, it goes out to Holin. Rather, Rabbi Meir holds both Beshogeg and Mezid, it's Mithalel. And the money of Kodesh does go out to Hulin, and a woman would be mit Kadesh, whether it was on purpose or by mistake. Or Mishnatenu, our Mishnah, where it says Beshogeg, Lokidesh, according to Rabimir, Bechotnot Balu, talking about the cloaks, the tunics of the Kohanim when they were working, that did not wear out, that you could still use it for work in the Beit HaMikdash, and therefore there's no Me'ilah, because Ho'il Venitnu Lehanot Behen, because you, they, the Kohanim had permission to have benefit from them by mistake. Because the Torah wasn't given to the angels. Meaning we can't expect the Kohanim to do their work and the minute they finish their work, take off their clothing and not enjoy their, uh, their, their clothing. Meaning if it's a cold uh, winter day and they're wearing their cloak, they're obviously enjoying that clothing on top of them. We can't expect them to take it off the minute they, f- they finish working. And now, since they're allowed to use their cloaks to, for their own benefit, as long as it's not intentionally taking it out from Kodesh, therefore, if someone gave that cloak to a woman by mistake, she's not Mikodesh, since you're allowed to have benefit from this by mistake. But if a person did it on purpose, then it does leave Kodesh. So, Rabbi Meir holds... It would go out to Hulin by mistake in general, just not in this specific case where we're talking about the cloaks of the Kohanim, over here only on purpose. Now the Gemara doesn't like it because Tashema, Kotnot Kehuna Shebalu, Mo'alin Bahem Meir. The cloaks of the Kohanim that worn out, they, you, you, if someone used them, they're Mo'al, they misuse Kodesh, they have to give a Korban according to Rabbi Meir. My love, aren't we talking about that Afilu Lo Balu, that even if they didn't wear out, still, if someone misused them, it's considered a ma'ila. And we could always say the reason it says a balu for a hidush, that even if they already did its, the, the mitzvah with the clock, it's still considered a kodesh. Because usually when you finished using something that's kodesh, that's it. You can now have benefit from it because it's not kodesh anymore. The Kamas says low. That's not the way to explain it. When it says balu, worn out, it's dafka. It dafka wore out. And when it wore out, it's like any other hektish, and you're not allowed to use it. So the Gemara tries to prove something else. That according to Rabbi Meir, if there's something that is Kodesh that you're allowed to use, and you use it for something else, it's, uh, it's still considered uh, a misuse of Kodesh. So Tashema, 
Now this is in regards to the Mahatsita Shekel. Every year the Bnei Israel will give Mahatsita Shekel. By Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the new money comes in and they're in boxes in the Beit HaMikdash. And once Rosh Chodesh Nisan comes, they start using the new money, the old money. It was used to uh, fix up the city, the walls, the building, the streets, whatever Yerushalayim needs. And Tashimahatin, if someone used the new money, it's considered Ma'ila because they're meant for Korbanot. And there's no misuse of uh, Kodesh in the old ones. That's uh, over here it says the review da some are some take us out. Rabimi Ir Omer Mualin Afbaatikim, even if you use the old ones, it's considered the misuse of Kodesh. Shayarabimir Omer Mualin Bisharadishka. You can misuse leftovers of the Mahta Shekel money. Now according to Rabimir, why should why is there considered Ma'ila if I use that money? Nema, I could say Hoil Benitnu Lehanot if you shall not Torah the Malachashrit. Want I use the same logic as the tunic that the Torah was not given to angels. Deha, for example, the wall and the building of the city, they all came from the leftover of Mahatsita Sheikh Almani, the Tenan. They all come from the leftover of the Mahatsita Sheikh Almani. And people are going to be using the, the walls and the buildings. So if people are going to be using it by mistake anyways, and it doesn't go out uh, to Hulin, it's still, uh, it's still Kodesh. And that's the logic we used with the tunics. So why is Rabbi Meir saying that if someone used the old money, it's considered Ma'ila? It's not fair. If someone by mistake used it, uh, it should not be considered Ma'ila because we're allowed to use it anyways. The Gemara says, We've got to change it. It's not Rabbi Meir, it's Rabbi Yehuda who says this. He holds that yes, even though you're you're allowed to enjoy the walls, still, if you use the actual money, then it's considered a ma'ila. And he holds the same thing in regards to the clothing of the kohanim. That if someone was mekadesh with a with a tunic of a kohen by mistake, she's mekudesh it because you're allowed to have benefit from it after you worked with it. But when it comes to other things that are not actual work. If you use it for that, like being Mekadesh a woman, then it goes out to Hulin by mistake, and you would have to give a Korban Ma'ila. So Tashema, let's try something else. If the stones from the walls of Yerushalayim that fell off, if anyone misused them, it's considered Ma'ila, the very Meir. So here you have Rabbi Meir who holds if someone used the, the stones of the wall for a different purpose, it's considered Meila. The Gemara says, Lo tema Rabbi Meir, ela ema Rabbi Yehuda. You got to switch that to Rabbi Yehuda also. The Gemara says, I Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, if, if we hold the Rabbi Yehuda, then you have a problem. Because Yerushalayim, Mimikadcha, how can you say Yerushalayim is on the same level of Hekadesh? Vihatanan, we learned in Masechet Nedarim that if someone says Keimra, let's say a person is vowing this piece of bread is going to be asur to him, like uh, the, the sheep of the Tamid, Kadirim, or like a barn full of animals of Ekdesh, or like Kaitzim, the wood for the Mizbeach, Kaishim, like the fire on the Mizbeach, Kahechal, Kamizbeach, Okirushalayim, like the Korbanot in Yerushalayim. In all these things, it's considered a vow. However, Rabbi Yehuda argues, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Kol Omer Yerushalayim, Lo Amar Kol, didn't say anything because that's not the language of a vow. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, when the person said Yerushalayim, it's talking about the wood and the stones of Yerushalayim, and they're not Kadosh. So you see, he holds that the stones are not Kadosh. 
So the Gemara tries to explain. If you want to say that Mishum de Amar Kirushalayim with a calf, and maybe that's why Rabbi Uda said he didn't say anything. We have a bright Rabbi Uda Omer Kol Omer Kirushalayim Lo Amar If someone said Kirushalayim with a calf, still you didn't say anything. Yerushalayim is a city. If someone wants to make a vow, it's Achi Yidor Bedavar Hakarei Yerushalayim. You have to make a vow on something that is given as a korban in Yerushalayim. So we're kind of stuck, and the Gemara ends off. We have to say there's two Tanaim. They had a machloket in what Rabbi Yehuda's shita is. Is Yerushalayim kadosh or not? Now, going back to the original piece we started, where a person's makdisha woman with hekdesh, according to Rabbi Meir, if he did it on purpose, she's mekudeshet. By mistake, she's not mekudeshet. And Rabbi Yochanan explained it's because either she wouldn't want or they both didn't want. And Rav explained that we have to be talking about the cloaks of the Kohanim. And Amar Ulam Mishemed Debar Pada, he's going to argue on Rav, and he's going to hold like Rabbi Yochanan. Omer Hayar Rabbi Meir, that Rabbi Meir held Hekdesh Bemezid Mithalel. That if someone is Mithalel, he misused Kodesh on purpose, it goes out to Hulin. However, Beshogeg and Mithalel, if he did it by mistake, it's not Mithalel. Velo Amru Beshogeg Mithalel El Lanyan Korban Bilvad. The only time we said that by mistake it goes out to Hulin is only in regards to a Korban. If someone misused a Korban, then it goes out to Hulin. But money, for example, it does not go out to Hulin. So therefore, if he was Mekadesh with it, she's not Kadosh. Now, Okay, so if so if the Hekadesh money doesn't leave Hekadesh and become Hulin, then how is he going to be Hayav a Korban? Like Tosfot explains, no one's mit hayev korban when the when the money leaves hekdesh. It's only when you use the money, you eat something with it, or you buy something with it. You have to have some sort of enjoyment. So the Gemara explains. Parish He explained the bar correctly. Hekdesh becomes Hulin only if done on purpose, not by mistake. The only way that if someone by mistake used Kodesh and goes out to Hulin is only if he actually ate it or he uh, totally finished it off. Let's say it was oil, he used it to light a candle, no more oil. And that's the way Bar Peda explained the Sugya. Now, the Gemara is going to go back into the Mahalkut of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda in regards to Maaseh and Hekdesh. Who's halacha light? So Amar Rav Nachman Amar Rav Adab Rava halacha kribim meir b'maaser that the money the maaser sheni money really belongs to Hashem. Hoil v'satam lan tana kavate because we have a stam mishnah like like kribim meir and the famous rule is the stam mishnah mishnah no name that the halachas like it. Halacha kribim Huda bekdesh and the halachas like kribim Huda in hekdesh that by mistake. It goes out to Hulin, but if you did on purpose, it does not. Why? Because we know that we have a Stam Mishnah, Mishnah with no name like him. And the Gemara explains, What's the Mishnah that, like, Rabbi Meir Maaser? So the Gemara explains, Vineyard fourth year, you have to take the, the fruits and eat it in your shalim. If someone ate from it, by mistake, he does not have to pay an extra fifth. And you don't have to burn it. Of the of the fourth and seventh year with all the other fruits that you have to get rid of. 
And by get rid of, I mean, you have to make sure all your ma'asrot and your trumot, everything was given and get it out of the house. So the fourth year fruit are, are not part of this. holds. It does have a fifth. If someone ate them, he would have to eat, pay principal plus fifth. And you have to get rid of them with your trumot and ma'asrot at the end of the fourth and seventh year. And Bet Shemai Omrim Yesh Lo Peret Vesh Lo Olelot Bet Shemai holds that the the fourth year vineyard has the din of uh, little fruits that have been left. It'd be the equivalent of Shichaha and Leket by wheat and other grains. When it comes to grapes, if a little bit of you know a cluster is left here or a, a couple of grapes are left here and there on the vine, it, it belongs to the anim. Ubetilel says you can keep all of it, take it to the wine press, make wine, bring wine to your shalim, or uh, or uh, transfer the kedushat to money and bring the money to your shalim. And what's betilel's reason? Because they have exashava. Gamre kodesh kodesh mimaaser. It says by Maaser Hashem and it says Kodesh Hashem and by by Kermivayi also says Kodesh. Ma Maaser Yesh Lo Homesh Vyesh Lo Biur. The same way by Maaser, if someone ate it by mistake, you have to pay a, a principal plus a fifth, and you also have to get rid of it by the fourth and seventh year of the Shemitah cycle. Av Kerem Revayi Yesh Lo Homesh Vyesh Lo Biur. Same thing with the vineyard, the fourth year vineyard. The reason they argue is they don't have this from Maaser. Now, holds that the Kermivai is like Maaser, they hold like Then why is everything going to the wine press? And why don't the Anim have anything? Didn't hold? That Maser belongs to humans, and if it belongs to humans, you have to give to the poor people. Elalav, you have to say that Betirel holds Keribimeir, that the Maser belongs to Hashem. And by Kerem Revai, we're going to learn from Maaser Sheni that you and that's the only reason you could take it to the wine press. And since Halakha is like Betilel, so it's as if Bet Shammai is not there, and it's a Stam Mishnah like Keribimeir. So you see a Tana like Keribimeir and Maser. And Kerbiuda by Hekadesh Mahi, what's that? The Tanan. In Ma in Masekhat Mailats it talks about a treasure of the Hekadesh that sent a messenger. If he, it says Shilah Bayad Pikah, if someone sent the money of Hekadesh in the hands of a Shaliah, and the, the Shaliah was a competent person, Veniskar. And the the person who sent them remembered before he got to the store, then the store owner, when he uses that money, then he is he does he does he has to give a korban ma'ila. And the idea is because whoever whoever didn't know that this was Kodesh and used it, that's the person who did the Avera, and that's the person who has to give the Kodesh the, the owner knew that it was Hekadesh, and therefore there's no Ma'ila. He's already on a different level, he's like on a Mezid level. Now you see over here, it's like Rabbi Uda, that Hekadesh is uh, not mid-halal when it's done on purpose, only by mistake, and that's a Stam Mishnah, no rabbis over here, so the Halakha would be like Rabbi Uda. And the Gemara says, But you don't think we have a Mishnah like Rabbi Uda, that the Maaser is Mamon Hediot? But didn't we learn if someone's redeeming his own maaser sheni fruits he has to eat in Yerushalayim on the the third the first second fourth fifth year of the shemitah cycle he has to take a, at one tenth of his food and go eat in Yerushalayim 
If someone transfers the Gdushat to money, Mosif Alav Hamishito, he has to add a fifth, principal plus a fifth. Ben Mishelo, Ben Shinitan, Lobe Matana, whether these fruits were his or they were given to him as a gift. Now, Mani, who is this Mishnah like Ilama Kerbi Meir? If you want to tell me like Rabbi Meir, Mimatseya, Hivle, and Be Matana, can someone give Maser Shani as a gift? Then we say it belongs to Hashem. You can't just give it to people. Rather, it's Rabbi Uda held. It belongs to people. And I can give it as a gift, but the person still has to eat it in Yerushalayim. Tukma says, Lo, it's not Rabbi Uda. What are we dealing with here? He didn't give to him what I'm asked yet. And the Tanadis Mishnah holds, Matanot Shelo Hurmu Kemi Shelo Hurmu Damian. Trumot and Ma'asrot that were not taken, it's as if they're not there. Meaning, there's no Trumot, Ma'asrot, Ma'asrishani, it's not there yet until you actually take it. So the Gemara is going to try to find a different place where the Tana was Sotem, meaning they just give us a Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda in regards to Ma'asrishani. Tashema. If a person has a fourth year of a tree, he has to eat the fruits in Yerushalayim, but he doesn't want to take it all the way there, so he has to transfer the Gdushat to money. So Mosif Alav Hamishito add a fifth to the principal. Ben Mishelo Ben Shnitan Matana. Whether the the fourth year crop, whether it belongs to him or it, it was given to him as a gift. Now money, who's that Mishnah like Ilemar Bimeir Mimatzeh Hivle? If it's Bimeir, how could you give it as a gift? Veha Gamre. Then we say Kodesh Kodesh from Himaaser, and that you it belongs to Hashem, and you can't give Hashem's things as a gift. Rather, you have to say it's a What are we dealing with? No, we're talking about a situation where you gave the fourth year crop or the fruits when it's still small. The fruit is still blossoming, it's still growing, it's not even considered a real fruit yet. And we don't hold like Rabbi Yossi, who hold that that's still considered a fruit. He held that Samadar is considered Asur when it comes to Orla. It's considered a fruit. So we still didn't have a proof, but the Gemara has another proof that we have a Stam Mishnah in regards to Maaser like Rabbi Yehuda Tashema. Mashach Hemeno Maaser Besela Veloi Speak Liftoto Acha Ahmad Bishtaim. If someone got from his friend Maser Shini worth a sela, but by the time he transferred the Gdushat to money, it, it's not, it went up in price and now it's worth two sela. Noten sela on besela. So he pays a sela, that's all, he, uh, all, it's, all it's worth, and he got lucky, he saved himself a sela. O Maser Shini Shelo, and the Maser Shini is his. Why? Because we're going to say that. Medin Torah, anything that is bought, is bought with money. And therefore, all you have to do is pay, and then the Kodesh becomes yours. But when it comes to regular people, between people to people, all you have to do is pull it to, in order to acquire it. And the fact that over here, all you have to do is just pull it, and, and you don't have to pay the rest of the money, that shows it's, it has the same rules of regular people, not Kodesh. Now, money, who's that like? If it's a contribution, why are you saving a sela? The Pasuk says that you have to give the money, and then only then you get it. What are we talking about? The Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda, that the money is Mamon Hediot. 
And here you have it that you have a, a Mishnah in regards to Maaser Shani. That's the Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda. And the Gemara says Le'olam Rabbi Yehuda. Rather, we have to change everything and say no. We're talking about Rabbi Yehuda, but still, in regards to Maaser Shani, Halachazak like Rabbi Meir. Why? Because here you have one Mishnah, Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda, but with Rabbi Meir we have two places. Where it says his din in regards to Maaser Sheni, you have Bet Yilel that in regards to Kerem Revai, the fourth year fruits, you have it in Masechet Maaser Sheni and Masechet Adayot. So the Gemara says, yeah, but Istama Davka. But if it's all about a Stama, meaning a Mishnah with no name, then Mali Hadstama, Mali Terestame. What I care if it's one Mishnah, two Mishnayot? Who cares? At the end of the day, Rabbi Yehuda has a Mishnah like him. So the command of Amar of Nachman by Yitzhak, Halakha Kilibi Meir. Why? Because we mentioned his name in the chosen Mishnah, which is Masachet Adayot, and all the Mishnayot over there are uh, they're, they're very, very important. So we're going to say we have a Mishnah like Rabbi Yehuda, we have a Mishnah like Rabbi Meir, but since we mentioned Rabbi Meir in Masechet Adayot, that gives him precedence. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.